0: Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Michael Chen. You can give me a follow on Twitter at MFC2123. I apologize. It's been a long time. It's going to be a little bit longer morning minutes today due to the fact that I've been on vacation. I was out of town for the last couple of days, but I am back in the cold city of Chicago, although it looks like it's going to be nice and warm. And we'll start off with the Biggest news since I left last Thursday, and that's the unfortunate situation of Bobby Roundtree. If you haven't heard, Roundtree, who is originally from Florida, went back home and over the weekend suffered a severe spinal injury. Uh, Lovey Smith went out yesterday. He had surgery on Sunday, and it's not good. Uh, I just... Uh, I'm of loss of words, you hate to hear something like this happen to anybody, and especially somebody who obviously plays a part in a team like this, and it's just really, really sad news as uh, everyone's been prayers up for Roundtree, and rightfully so, because he's a stand-up young man, and you hate seeing things like this happen to anybody. So uh, wishing the best for Bobby Roundtree, a speedy recovery, and uh, we just hope that it's not as bad as some of the doctors believe it to be. Jim Harbaugh went into Massachusetts and brought back a 2020 lineman in Zach Zinner on Thursday. He's the highest rated player that the Wolverines have brought in so far and the According to the 24 7 Sports Composite, the 6'6", 300 pound offensive lineman had offers from all over the country. Uh, some big powers such as Notre Dame and Auburn wanted his services, including conference foes Iowa, Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State, Nebraska, Northwestern, Rutgers, Purdue. I mean, this young man, Zinter, had his choice of schools. And Jim Harbaugh is getting a good one for his 2020 class. And he wasn't the only commit happening in the state of Michigan. As Mark D'Antonio and the Spartans added wide receiver Ian Stewart to their 2020 class. Uh, Stewart has grown in the past year or so. His profile actually listed him at six foot. But when you go and look around, he's actually 6'3", added on a bunch of weight as well. He was uh, previously about 120 pounds. Now he's 200. So a solid pickup for Mark D'Antonio and his staff. Stewart uh, wasn't a difficult decision for Stewart because obviously he's committing early. And uh, both Michigan and Ohio State offered him late as he's a a late rising prospect due to obviously the growth spurt that I just mentioned. And I think Mark D'Antonio is getting a good one here. And uh, he should be very happy about Stewart going to East Lansing. Iowa got a commit as well. And LaShawn Williams didn't waste any time. The day after he was offered by Kirk Ferrens, he decided to join the Hawkeyes, the Oakland, Illinois native, ran for over 2,100 yards last year to go along with 24 touchdowns. Uh, apparently, he's gunning for 3K this year in his final season in high school, so it remains to be seen if he'll get those numbers, but still 2,100 yards is a very impressive stat line in high school. Tom Adlin also added to his class this past weekend. In-state offensive lineman Cameron Knight becoming the fourth commit For the Hoosiers in the 2020 class. Knight had a lot of family ties towards the Hoosiers. His brother Brandon played for them previously. So obviously Cameron was very, very familiar with the Hoosier program. At 6'3", 270 pounds, Knight had offers from Cincinnati, Miami of Ohio, and Illinois State. And obviously being a legacy, uh, Tom Allen decided that it was a little bit easier to take Cameron. However, that offer list, not so hot. Uh, I think that uh, although Cameron Knight is a solid player, it might take him a year or two to actually see the field for the Hoosiers. On Sunday, Chris Ash added an offensive weapon with the commitment of wide receiver Amir Robinson. 6'3", 190-pound player in the class of 20, not very highly ranked. and His offer list isn't that impressive as well. I personally think that this uh, commitment could have been weighted off. I think that Chris Ash has other players that are a little bit more high on their board. Uh, this is a guy where I believe they could have waited a little bit longer, potentially uh, you know, in August, September, when the class kind of has made a little bit more headway getting onto to the early signing period. So I thought Chris Ash could have waited on the commitment of Robinson, but... If Ash likes him, Ash is going to take him. Uh, Ryan Day's quarterback room has made a huge turnover since taking over the job from Urban Meyer. Sunday, it was any different as QB Jagger LaRoe committed to the program after starting his career at Texas A&M. He was a preferred walk-on for the Aggies. And LaRoe will do the same for the Buckeyes. He will be eligible immediately, not counting against the 85 scholarships. He will have three years to play for Ryan Day and the Buckeyes. Uh, Yesterday, P.J. Fleck added a transfer as well from a conference school. You don't see this too often as former University of Michigan corner Benjamin St. Justy Committed to the Gophers yesterday after a visit to the Twin Cities. He'll be eligible immediately due to him graduating already. He's going to have three years to compete for the Gophers, and uh, they'll they'll need that because they've got some issues in the secondary. You can probably see St. Justy playing almost right away. A couple of other quick notes here due to the fact that A quarterback leaving the conference Uh, Tommy Stevens the former Penn State quarterback who is looked at as the potential replacement for Trace McSorley obviously ended up in the transfer portal made his decision to go and play and finish his career at Mississippi State where he's going to reunite with his former Penn State offensive coordinator Joe Moorhead who is the coach the head coach for the Bulldogs, a solid match, mostly because Stevens isn't really going to have to learn a new offense, Uh, maybe a little bit different terminology, but I like this landing spot for Tommy Stevens, the lot impact trophy announced their 2019 watch list, and plenty of conference stars were there, we'll give you the names of everybody who was on there, Purdue's linebacker, Marcus Bailey, Nebraska's linebacker, Muhammad Barry, Michigan State's linebacker, Joe Bacci, the potential top 10 pick in Iowa's defensive lineman AJ Penisa, Northwestern's linebacker Patty Fisher, Ohio State's defensive back Jordan Fuller, Penn State's defensive end Yatur Gross Matos, a pair of Wolverines in linebacker Kaliki Hudson and Josh Metalis, Wisconsin's linebacker Chris Orr rounds out the list. And the conference has been well represented by the winners, winners of the past lot trophy. Three of the last four winners of the trophy came from the Big Ten conference, and those winners were Iowa's linebacker Josie Jewell, U- University of Michigan's defensive back linebacker/slash everything Jabril Peppers, and Penn State's defensive lineman Carl Nasib. So, uh, the lot trophy obviously has been very, very good to the conference. We'll update you very quickly on the recruiting rankings in the conference. Penn State currently leads. According to the 24-7 composite, they lead with 10 commits. Ohio State's right behind them, eight commits. Uh, Iowa third place, 10 commits. Northwestern at fourth with 10 as well. Michigan was seven in the five spot. Wisconsin sitting at six with six commits Minnesota also with six commits at the seventh spot Maryland as well six commits in the eighth spot Nebraska has three commits in the nine Penn State I'm sorry Michigan State at 10 with four commits along with Iowa also at four commits one spot behind them at 11 Purdue has three commits checking them in at 12 Rutgers also with three commits at 13 and rounding out the conference was just two commits is the University of Illinois. There is a few notes on the hardwood as well. Michigan hasn't made up their mind for the replacement for John Beeline, but they're getting to a conclusion. And it seems as if Juwan Howard is at the top of that list. He's been endorsed by former Fab Five teammate Chris Weber. Things are starting to move. And the reason being is because they've Already lost commitments. Their top commitment for the 19 class, Jalen Wilson, has decommitted. I uh, did that Thursday afternoon. He's a top 50 player in the nation. He did mention that he will still consider the Wolverines, but that leaves their 19 class with just one commit in Cole Majema. They also found out yesterday that Iggy Brezakis is going to stay in the NBA draft, and that's one of the main reasons why John Beeline. Decided to leave. He was uh, his his team was getting gutted with NBA players. Uh, yesterday, some really bad news for Iowa guard Jordan Bohannon. He's going to have surgery, and he's gonna sh- in his hip, and he's gonna shave off some of the bone. He's gonna repair a labral tear over there as well, and this potentially could cost him his senior season. I do believe that if he was to petition the NCAA for a medical redshirt most likely he would be getting that but it's still uh, tough news for Bohannon and Iowa head coach Fran McCaffrey as they've already lost multiple players due to transfers and the NBA in this offseason so a tough loss for Iowa a couple other notes here as well although not necessarily going with some certain teams uh Ohio State had some really bad news coming out this weekend. Uh, they released a statement on former phys- physician Robert Strauss uh, claiming that over 177 male students were abused during his time that spanned 20 years until he retired in 96. And apparently the university was well aware of what he was doing. Absolutely terrible news for the Buckeyes. And then an odd scene on Twitter involving a couple of state schools, the Iowa State Schools, including the University of Iowa there and the Iowa State. Their Twitter accounts got suspended for music copyrights from a few tweets uh, back in 2008. And I do believe that they are back on Twitter, but uh, it's kind of interesting to see Twitter and just single them out as well. And then. Jim Delaney gave one last parting gift for the conference as he continues to work, and it shows the USA Today came out with what each conference has made, and the conference during the 18th fiscal year made a whopping $759 million, which was significantly higher than the $513 million brought in the previous year. This is the most money any conference has ever brought in, for a fiscal year and those shoes that Jim Delaney is leaving are going to be big shoes to fill and obviously the Big Ten has not yet announced who will be his replacement but whoever it is is going to really have to continue to do a good job like Delaney has been doing and that's going to do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes I appreciate you listening give me a follow on Twitter at MFC2123 go ahead and follow the show page the website, as well, at Two Cents Pods. Rate us, like us on Facebook, as well, Two Cents Pods. Uh, Rate us on all all of your listening platforms. I appreciate the listen. I'm glad to be back, and uh, we'll catch you tomorrow morning, Big Ten fans.